The Dondal Correctional Centre in the Northern Territory became known around the world in 2016 when graphic CCTV footage of the physical and mental abuse of young inmates became public. The outrage sparked a Royal Commission. But six years later, a community-led movement is still calling for reform, including the closure of the Dondale facility. Auntie Josie Crawshaw is one of those community elders and leaders. She is also a former ATSIC commissioner and a lifelong advocate for the rights of First Nations people, especially women and children. Auntie Josie, welcome to Speaking Out. Oh, thank you, Larissa. Obviously, you have now put your considerable experience and reputation into this campaign to close the Dondale Correctional Centre. So I wondered if you could just talk to us a little bit about what it is that you're hoping to achieve with the campaign. Look, we want the Dondale Jail closed down immediately. It cannot go on any longer in that condemned prison and that they live in cage-like cells. They have had enough time. It was even supposed to have been built by about June 2020. We took photographs uh, last week and there's just soil and a bit of rocks out where the site is. Uh, They're now talking it might be 2023, but by that time it'll be nine years that those children have been in a condemned adult prison and the trauma and the damage that they have done to those children's lives means they have been shackled to this justice system and they will continue to just go through the door and become majority will end up being adult prisoners. It's been the way it is. There is no therapeutic framework. These children are going in damaged And they need a doctor. They do not need to be in a cell. We want to have also diversionary programs. At the moment, we have had, most times it's 100% of the children in Dondale from 10 years of age to 17 are Aboriginal. There'd be times it might drop to about 95%. But on the whole, this is a justice system that's to do with Aboriginal youth. The other thing, at the moment, it gets anything to 70 80% of the children are in there are on remand. They haven't even got a court case yet. Some of them are first offenders of very minor cases, but they amended the Bail Act last year under this tough-on-crime policy of theirs And we have now seen the numbers that are being incarcerated nearly 100% more. And these children have not even been found guilty yet. And it's made them harder and harder to get bail. If they do get bail, one of the things that we want them to stop doing is putting ankle bracelets on them. They haven't been found guilty yet. And they are putting on tracking devices on their ankles the stigmatization of that. And when I look at what could only be called as a racist practice, they haven't gone to the court yet, so they're not even guilty. This needs to be exposed. This is a huge breach of the human rights. And 
I believe it's part of the UN genocide, what you want tested, and the UN torture protocols. We only learned yesterday and the day before it was exposed in the NT News that whilst the Royal Commission has banned spit hoods and the restraining chairs, they have been used 27 times and 21 times in 2021 last year. It is inconceivable that the Four Corner Stories exposed this This is anywhere around the world that these are torturous devices and they are still using this. And I think it's only been our campaign that this has started to be getting some traction that the media are starting to pick up and people are starting to speak and tell stories. So this place needs to be closed down. They need to put them in proper accommodation immediately and they need to have assessments done, mental assessments done, they need to stop and they need to peel that bail act that they put in last year and those things need to be immediately stopped and we need to have diversionary programs and trauma-informed framework developed. This is critical and we need to have them expediting the court process where they're leaving children in remand six and seven months before they even get to the court. And if they do get bail and they go out and they break that bail out in the streets where they're prohibited to maybe go to the shopping centre, they turn up the shopping centre, they breach their bail conditions, they're back in. It would not be tolerated if these were white kids. They're all black kids. And the thing about bail, these children come from the lowest socioeconomic families vulnerable. They were born here. They come from the territory. They don't have the money to run. They don't even have the money to leave their bloody suburb. There is no reason to put those tracking devices on them. And we need to expose what's an absolute shame in this country that they can do this to our children. I believe our children have been shackled. They're shackled from birth to their death. And the racism in this country is a public health crisis and we need to actually have this addressed and, you know, we have a Prime Minister that even admits that they've devastated and damaged our lives within the next breath, he says, but we should forgive them for that. Children have been, from the time of invasion, from the time they stepped foot, have worn the brunt of the colonisation in this country and it has never stopped. The removal of children, they were either watching their parents be massacred, they were made orphans themselves, they got through and became adults, they end up being massacred, their children became orphans till then they removed children to right up to the 70s. We then had the intervention here that we will take decades to recover from where they brought in the army. This morning I read where that independent Robin Lamley used to be with the CLP, was head of child protection when she was in there, is now calling on another intervention. Maybe the military be brought in on children and the crimes that are happening in Alice Springs. And what's happened in this country is 
that they've turned it all around because if you look at biologically, independent of any social context that we're living in, how can we be dying? How can we be more criminals? How come we've got the highest suicide rate of youth? How come we've got the highest incarceration? Why are we the least housed, the least employed, the least healthy in this country? And it's because the systemic power structures of every battle that we win and every program, whether it's closing the gap, whatever they might have, they never look at the power structure that keeps us in poverty and welfare and keep our children being criminalised, then use suicide, then going through the revolving door of the jails. It has to stop. I think we have a case of full-on genocide in this country. Annie, can you just perhaps let people know how they can find out more about your campaign to close Dondale and how people can find out more information? Yes. Look, we do have a website and it's called Close Dondale Now and people can follow the movement on that and hopefully we will get this having a broader exposure not only across Australia but internationally. Well, we can put a link to the website on our site here on Speaking Out on ABC. So thank you so much for the privilege of speaking with us tonight. Oh, thank you, Larissa. Arnie Josie Crawshaw is a community leader in the campaign to close the Dondale Correctional Centre in the Northern Territory.